Chapter 11 of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Stephen Winterburn. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keese Fitzhugh. Chapter 11 A Rural Paradise. Pee-wee looked about him at an enchanted scene. He seemed to have been transported to a region made to order for the Boy Scouts of America. That a pair of auto-thieves should have brought him to this rural paradise seemed odd enough. As he gazed about and looked up at the quiet star-studded sky, his fears were all but dispelled. For were not the friendly woods and water near him? They seemed like rescuing allies now. In the soft, enveloping arms of those silent woods he would find safety and shelter, and so he should find his way home through their dim concealment. The building in which the car had been left was an old weather-beaten shack, which, judging from the sawdust all about, might once have been used as an ice-house. This seemed likely, for it stood near the shore of a placid lake in the black bosom of which shone a myriad of inverted stars, and through which was a golden path of flickering moonlight. The ice-house, or whatever it was, had never been painted, and the grain stood out on the shrunken wood like veins in an aged hand. At a respectable distance from the woods near the shore where Pee-wee stood was a sizable village or young town, big enough to have traffic signs and parking zones, and a main street and a movie show and such like pretentious things. Between this town and the shore were a few outlying houses, but mostly sparse woodland. To the north the woods were thicker. The lights of this neighboring town formed a cheery background to the dark, silent lakeshore. This town was West Ketchum, and the chief sensation in West Ketchum during the last few years had been the destruction by fire of the public school, a calamity for which every boy went in mourning. Across the lake, Pee-wee could see other and fewer lights. These belonged to a smaller village in which nothing at all had ever happened, not even the burning of its school. Far from it, the school stood there in all its glory, under the able supervision of Barnabas Wise and Birchall Rodney, the local board of education. About in the center of the lake, Pee-wee saw a small red light. Sometimes there seemed to be two lights, but he thought that one was the reflection of the other in the water. The light seemed very lonely, yet very inviting out there. He supposed it was on a boat. Perhaps someone was fishing. But in all this surrounding beauty and peacefulness, Pee-wee saw no sign of the murder of any captive maiden. His eagle eye did see where a boat had been drawn up on shore, and if any shoves and other cruel and abusive handling had been administered by those scoundrels with seventy pistols, it must have been to that poor defenseless boat. Or perhaps they were out in the middle of the lake at that very minute sinking their victim. Anything might happen, in the mind of Scout Harris. End of chapter 11 Recording by Stephen Winterburn